Hi, I'm Ray Don Chong, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and today here in the studio at the record company in Boston, Massachusetts on September 24th, 2018, our musical guest, I've been waiting to say this for <laughs> 20 years, is Mary Lou Lord. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Mary Lou. Thank you, Andres. It's really nice to be here. It's great having you here. And I just want to say, just off the bat, I uh, Mary Lou has, has brought her uh, her guitarist for hire, a, a guy. Uh, he goes by a little bit, I guess, a nom de, nom de git named. He's Joey Boston. But I've asked him, because it's been so long since I've had, a time, had time to hang out with Mary Lou, I've asked him to just play guitar and not talk. So thank you very much, Joey. I really appreciate your patience, and I can't wait to hear your fabulous playing. And thanks for bringing him along. Yeah, right on. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we're gonna get into. I've known, I've, I've, I've known you and been a fan of your music for so long. I'm so excited to have you here on the show, sharing uh, your music as the answers to our pop oracle divinations. But I want to just, ju- I kind of jump right into the format, if that's okay with you. Sure. So, uh, so you have eight songs on the board that are going to be the answers to the questions that we ask here. They're going to be randomly chosen by spinning the wheel of eight, picking a Radio 8 card, or flipping the Radio 8 coin. And if you wouldn't mind, could you just uh, have Joey noodle a little bit on some guitar so I can read the songs over them? Okay, let's go, Joey. Okay, let's see if you can hear this. Oh, I see what you're doing. Song number one, My Buddy Valentine. Song number two, On Seven Sisters. Song number three, By the Time My Head Gets to Phoenix. Song number four, Some Jingle Jangle Morning. Song number five, His Indie World. Song number six, The Wind Blew All Around Me. Song number seven, Western Union Desperate. And song number eight, Hammer down. And 
and those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. We're going to be joined by six illustrious guests here to ask the questions on the show. And the final question of the show will be answered, will, be, will come from Mary Lou Lord. She has written it down on a piece of paper that I have not seen, but for all of you paper fetishists who tune in just for this very moment of the show, <laughs> there it is. It's really written down. I haven't seen it, and doesn't that feel good to hear that? Okay, and now we get into the part of the show that everybody except me loves, which is when I ask a question. Um, I don't even know if everybody loves that, but uh, I have a so uh, so as I said, I've known you, Mary Lou. I, I don't. It's funny, I met you many, many, many years ago in Olympia, Washington, where it's a it's a mean little town, and you were so wonderful and nice to me when we were there. I remember we played at an open mic together, and I guess you dug my music. I definitely dug yours, and. We, uh, we, we played some on the street at the International Pop Overthrow Festival, mm. and just getting to play on the street with you was, a, I mean, an honor. And a, I mean, it actually, it was just a, a great to witness the magic that you are able to stir up playing on the street, because that's how you started out, as most people who know you know. Right? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, playing in the subways in Boston. Yep. Red Line, down at Alewife, or Harvard Square? Yeah, Harvard Square. Uh, Harvard Square, outside mainly, and then at Park Street, uh, where the, uh, oh, yeah. the lines merge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so it was a, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking a little bit about, like, your experience of Olympia and all that, but there's a question, there's something that's been bugging me for years. Mm. Not about you, but about me, but it, it does touch <laughs> on you. I like to think of myself as someone who's, and I certainly used to think of myself as someone who could recognize very talented people. I, I get what I call art crushes, mm. and it's just like, it's kind of overwhelming, and uh, you were definitely one of those. Your label mate on work records, Dan Byrne, mm. also one of those for me. I used to play open mics at a place called the Iguana Cafe in North Hollywood with Dan and a bunch of other people including this kid named Beck, who, mm -hmm. I like, at the time, I, f I was like, this kid's amazing. I feel so sorry for him. Nobody's going to get what he's up to. <laughs> and then when he hit, I just had the sense of, yeah, yeah, I can recognize it. I can call him. I can see it. I'm so cool. <laughs> and, then, and then you played a show at the Midnight Sun in the mid-90s <gasps> with this cat named Elliot Smith opening for you. And I... Maybe it was just because I was so blown away. I was so waiting to see you <laughs> that I completely missed it. I, oh, man. And I, you know, I'm, I became a huge Elliott Smith fan after that. As we will hear, I was sort of on the periphery of what he was doing with Heat, Heat Miser because of just an awareness of friends and mm -hmm. stuff. And I got to say, all my life since then, since I became an Elliott Smith fan, I am just, I have just been kicking myself and really questioning myself. And it's a one of, like, it's... Maybe it's a shallow thing to have as a regret, but to me, it's one of those great regrets. And like you saw Beethoven, and you were thinking about Salieri. I'm sorry, Mozart, and you're thinking about Salieri. You know, and not that you're Salieri, but just that I missed that. That I sat in that room and I could be in the presence yeah, of that. That would be like I've, I've <laughs> talked about that before, but you know, having Elliot as my opener, yeah. it felt. Oh man, you know, like th th this is kind of like not. I'm not comparing myself to Joan Baez by any means, yeah. but you know when Bob, right? Was, you know her opener, <laughs> and she's like, "This is my friend Bob," and um, 
you know what I mean? Like they they were there to see Joan, and there's there's Bob, and uh, yeah. So I'm sort I'm sure that you know it was similar for Bob, where yeah. Joan's people were all gabbing away, and, and yeah, here, here comes this young upstart. But yeah, so it, it was just bizarre having Elliot be my opener. Well, you you've always you have. I mean, I, maybe that's the reason I, I'm asking this question for myself because I recognize you as someone who's always been pretty savvy about recognizing talent and being very very generous in terms of using your talent to shine your light on songwriters and people that you... Well, it's more like shining... I have a big mouth. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's... I'm a hack, really. Oh. Uh, I I love music. I love songs. I love songwriters. So I'm always kind of got my ear to the ground for um, something new that you know, maybe I can cover. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Because I've blown through entire archives of stuff and it's... um, I'm kind of like how many times can I listen to Blonde on Blonde um, so I was always on the lookout for um, for younger or or upcoming or not known about singer-songwriters yeah yeah so so anyway so I want to get into my question which is this is mm. <laughs> how and this is a question that's just been going in my head forever since that since I realized what I missed then it's like how did I fucking <laughs> Missed that. How did, How did miss I miss that? What were you doing? I, I don't know. I was sitting right there. That's wait, the wait, okay. This was so at the Midnight Sun. So you saw him. You I saw him. him. But you were, where were you? Uh, I was at the. It was at the Midnight Sun. I, know, I was in the. But, it was in the seats there. Okay. And so when you said you missed it, I uh, mean I just didn't get it. You didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, I just right. like I, I didn't. I. It's like I hadn't seen. Like I. After that, someone was like, "Oh, you got to check out the new Elliot Smith record." I was like, "Yeah, I saw him." Yeah, no. Oh my god! You know, really? so wow. yeah, so that's my question for the pop oracle. I'm revealing my well, ignorance and my stupidity, but I love him now, that and happens, I loved him for many so. years. And so now to engage the pop oracle, uh-huh. I'm going to ask Mary Lou to spin the wheel <laughs> of eight. Okay. Na 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 right na. Okay, cool. We love it. And that's song number three. Three. By the time <laughs> my head gets to Phoenix, that's pretty good. Okay. All right, little tuning for ya. You do it, Joe. <laughs> Joe's quiet. Cat got your tongue. All right. Um, okay, let's see how this goes. Uh, this is a song that I did for a record that I made a few years ago called Backstreet Angels. Um, this is a song by a guy named Peter Bruntnell. Um, he's from England. He's an amazing singer-songwriter. And uh, I like this song. I think it might be about cryonics, cryogenics. Um, <laughs> however you... Uh, so I'd like to, I sometimes dedicate the song to, um, Ted Williams and his head. Right, so let's see how, how we do with this. Okay. Generations after you hang on to their heads 
will they take another one instead? Dead. And are we reaching Xanadu? Or is this more like hell? Well, I'm afraid what time will surely tell. And by the time my head gets to Phoenix, you'll be on your way to school. And by the time my halo freezes, you'll be acting like a fool. And if our world explodes, then we never know the truth. We'll be floating around an empty silver tube. your own tell them to your children when they've grown and maybe in a year or two when they bring me back to life where you can introduce me to your wife and by the time my head gets to That was by the time my head gets to Phoenix from Mary Lou, Mary Lou Lord, written by Peter Bruntnell. Yep. And that was the answer to my question: How did I miss that? How did I miss something so great happening right in front of me? It is a. It is. I cannot tell you how. Like there, you know, there are certain things your mind goes back to, like really embarrassing moments in your life that you're like, oh, maybe no one else is thinking about this, but I. I can't let go of it. When did you finally realize? Oh, oh, it was like yeah. a, it was like a year and a half later. You were like, wow. Yeah, and then I saw him. Like I, I'd saw, see him around. Like I, but I always had this sense of like. Did mm. you see him again? And... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so... It's not like I never got to see him play, yeah. but to get to see him that first time, opening yeah. for you in that <gasps> tiny place at a point when he was right in front of me, just like not a rock star, just a human being, great songwriter, and to miss it. Yeah. You know, is one of those things. It's like, you know, it's like seeing Ted it's like uh-huh. seeing Ted Williams play in the minors and being like, "Oh, this it's, pitcher's it's, great." But it's like that all the time for people. I Not think. for me. My you know. the, my I pride myself on be on really being able to listen and to uh-huh. have an ear for songwriters. And I there's things Maybe I've it seen. Was loud. Who no. Knows? No, I, I just think well, let's let's think about that as the answer. So, okay. um 
Can you tell me a little bit about uh, just what about that song, what gravitate, why you gravitate to that song? That last one? Yeah. I just think it's really cool. It's <laughs> really well written. Um, you know, there's a little play on uh, what, what on the Jimmy Webb song right, by the yeah, time I get to Phoenix exactly yeah. and it's just funny you know it's just who would think to write a song <laughs> you know I think it's Scottsdale where they have that big facility where people are shipping their heads off yeah to, you know just who would think it's just a really clever it's a brilliant song um, I think he's a brilliant writer yeah there's a few synchronicities there for me one is that it's definitely made me I think I hope it's made me even a better listener and to curb my sense of judgment and really think every time I see someone who I'm not really getting, just think, is this the next Elliot Smith? And is ah. the problem in my listening and my not having good attention as opposed to what's happening out there? Right. You just got to trust trust yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, uh, and then there's also just the idea of like, it's like memory is a kind of cryogenic, like in a way that like, so Elliot Smith is... Not only is he very much alive in my mind, but he's haunting me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, that's, and again, he was haunting me like that when he was alive. Like there mm-hmm. was still this sense of, damn, how did I miss that? And it definitely made me appreciate it. I mean, something about that. Maybe there's something about that. Like when you don't get something and then you yeah. do, you're like, oh, yeah. oh I want. Uh. Oh, I was like that with Joni Mitchell big <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't stand her. And my roommate would play her. At, you know, I went to yeah. Berkeley and my roommate would play Joni Mitchell constantly. And I liked Rush and yeah. Yes and kind of R.E.M., whatever, Dylan. But. Joni Mitchell's voice just oh, made me, it was woo, you know, the seasick kind of woozy. Uh, but then about three months after listening to Joni Mitchell nonstop because of Thank You, Shirley, <laughs> um, I was walking down the street and I, and in my head, I started singing, the last time I saw Richard was Detroit in 68 and he told me all Roman is me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm singing Joni Mitchell and I know all the words to last time I saw Richard. And then I just absolutely stopped dead in my tracks and I was like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> it was brilliant. It's just this light bulb moment. Uh, and those are great, huh? Absolutely. Oh. And I, because, you know, at that point, I never would have listened on my own, but because she was playing them around and who was I to say, you can't play that in our room, <laughs> you know, so she yeah. played the Joni and I'd play whatever my choice was, Rush. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and you loved her so much that she made it into your song. Oh, whoops. give me my oh, Joni, yeah. my Nick Neal and Bob. Yeah, and just um, it in was, fact, she's the top she, of your list. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's just uh, she's the queen. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'm really so. But but see, I was the same way about Joni Mitchell, perhaps as you were. Well, I'm just gonna bet that if you actually, if she was because I saw her once. I got to see her perform once live mm-hmm. with Bob Dylan and Van Morrison on the same bill, and she blew. She wiped the floor with them. <laughs> it was just. I mean, it was like. I don't they didn't seem like amateurs but they just seemed incredibly old compared to her and I'm mm-hmm. they're the, they're all the same age but she came out with a four piece with the wind blowing and mm-hmm. delivered a a set of current like this is me mm-hmm. as an artist saying something and the other two guys were just sort of like I'm here for the money it just felt like they were there for the money and yeah, I love both Van Morrison and Bob Dylan but that night I Got, gained a, a whole new respect for Joni Mitchell of like, yeah. holy cow. Incredible. This, yeah, there's a spirit here that is 
just tremendous. Yeah. Um, and speaking of tremendous spirits that are here, we're here with Mary Lou Lord in the <laughs> studio, and we're going to be here for seven more podcasts. And so please stick with us as we delve into synchronicity and more fun music talk with Mary Lou Lord. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.